Yo, 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 yo. I think I got this figured out. Flower, flower, music, music, flower, screen, TV, fire, comet, sun, star, girl, flower, music, 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 flower, flower, music. Flower, flower, music, dance. Flower, flower, music. Flower, flower, music, dance. Flower, 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 music. Yeah. Did that work? Did they get all those anchor emojis to drop down? Yeah. I think I'm going to figure that out, yo. I'm trying to figure out this code. I'm trying to crack this code. Zidra Otaku Beef. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's Zid Raw, Z-I-D-R-A-W-V-A. Hope everybody is having a great day, and thank you for listening to Otaku Beef. If this is your first time listening to Otaku Beef, first of all, welcome. Uh, Let me see if I can tell you what we're kind of about here in Otaku Beef. Um, So I'm Zid, and I'm a big-time otaku, but... I'm also trying to aspire to be many things in addition to aspiring to be an even better otaku. I'm an aspiring rapper slash producer and I'm also an aspiring human being. So this is about truth, creativity, and self-actualization of who I really am. I'm hoping that me kind of talking about what's going on in my life and what I'm going through might help some other people, you know, who just are just curious or they're bored or they just want to get started doing something creative because that's the only thing about me that like I've got is my like high aptitude for creativity. I'm shitty at math, I'm bad with money, I'm, uh, I'm bad with people. Um, what else am I terrible at? I'm a little athletic, but never quite had that drive to try and like I didn't need I I didn't like crave the athleticism I I still work out but I it's always hard for me it's always hard mentally I should say not physically not doing it it's the getting up and going Um, I'm messy I'm I don't know whole bunch of shit but the one thing that I have the one thing that I know that I can always count on is my creativity that's kind of what I'm what I'm banking on like no matter what no matter the scenario I can at least lean into that and the more that I learn and the more that I process the more that I try to do the more I just kind of keep accepting myself for who I am uh, within uh, the regular creative world and within um, music and within art and so forth and so on. So, I think one of the reasons why one of the reasons why I get up in the morning is because every day feels so different yet so the same. The morning times when you first wake up, it feels like anything is possible. 
And then the Knights feel like, I hope you put the pieces in place because now your possibilities are becoming real. I don't know what that is. I think it's back when I was a little bit younger and all I used to do was go to uh, clubs and bars with my friends. And we would go every single night, every single night, because you never quite knew. The energy in there was so live and so just real. And for somebody like myself, who comes from kind of like the geek nerd culture, being that free where everybody is just the same until stated otherwise, is a lot of fun. Um, I think that freedom and that free in nature is what I'm really searching for throughout all things. I'm supposed to sit down and I'm supposed to write exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing and I haven't done it yet. I've been putting it off because I'm always put st- uh, stuff off. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a procrastinator like everybody, which is the dumbest shit ever. We only apply the word procrastination when it comes to um, certain things. But then when you talk to someone else, they're like, you're a procrastinator too. No, I'm not. My bills are paid, okay? Um, why haven't you gone to the gym? Oh, I'll get to it in a second. Everybody is a procrastinator. I hate when we label people as procrastinators because everybody has something that they procrastinate with, which is basically something that they just don't want to do. I mean, that's basically what it means. So anyway, um, I lost my train of thought. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just feeling pretty good. I was up super early. Um, I, I, I did leg day, so, so my knees are tender right now. I hope you guys are starting off your morning right. Let's just do more talking because this is fun. So I started reminiscing about just like the quality of like so many albums. I was listening to Tyler, the creator's new album this morning when I was at the gym, Scumfuck Flower Boy, which now is going as Flower Boy if you look for it on iTunes or the streaming services because they couldn't put the word fuck in the title, much less scum fuck. But it feels like every, like the, we just keep getting more and more insane quality, high quality, amazing albums again and again and again and again. And I don't know if it's just the season or if the bar has literally been raised, but people are really producing some stuff that is just astounding. And it seems like it keeps going. Like, we've had Childish Gambino's Awaken My Love, which may be maybe the best project in last year. Well, you say, well, I say that, that project was amazing, changing, life-changing, world-changing, one of the most brilliant pieces of art I've ever seen. Then after that, you had Run the Jewels 3. That was crazy. But then before that, you had Danny Brown's Atrocity Exhibition. And then before that, or maybe in between those two, you had Ab Souls, Do What Thou Wilt. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) what the fuck is going on? Then we had Kendrick Lamar's Damn. What is going on? These aren't just like moderate to decent albums. 
uh, we had Big Sean's album, which is way better than every other Big Sean album. Everyone is stepping their game up, and it's wonderful to see. It's, it's, it's like the new renaissance of hip hop is happening right now, right in our faces, and all people want to talk about is mumble rap and how it's destroying hip hop. Two Chainz last album was nice. He was spitting. He actually made a TIS-esque, like old TIS trap album where he's rhyming. He's rhyming his fucking braids off. Who else am I forgetting? Because then we have the underground people that are producing like crazy stuff. Um, Russ put out an album. Which sonically is dope. It, it it's 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 almost like it's his hunting season. This is this is the time to really get get yours. Oh, and of course, Jay Z four forty four. Like everybody's game is going up. It's going up. It's going fucking up. And it's astounding to me because now I'm like, okay, there's so much good hip hop. There's so much good hip hop. I just, it boggles the mind when I hear people complaining about, yeah, but what about Young Thug? Well, don't listen to Young Thug. If, 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 if you want to complain about what Nicki Minaj is doing, don't listen to Nicki Minaj. Go listen to that Remy Ma Ether track. Go listen to, uh, man, I need to find, some, I'm gonna see if there's some glam on here after this, cause she's so fucking dope to me. I haven't heard any of her stuff or her popping off or anything like that except on Sway in the Morning and I think that her production is just crazy but I think that this is our time as music fans Um, if you can't find something to to listen to listen to any of those I just mentioned replay this go listen to Boomiverse by freaking Big Boy with his soulful supersonicness like we're entering we're entering the the astounding zone, places that you could never ever imagine, and it's just everything seems positive to me for the culture. So Charles Hamilton released his first studio album after so many years. Hamilton, comma Charles. It's it just kind of keeps going. Like I don't see how anyone can complain about hip hop. It seems strong to me. Yo, what's going on? This is Zid Raw, Z-I-D-R-A-W-V, and thank you for listening to Otaku Beef. Hope you guys are listening on Anchor, just so you can hear some of the music choices. I have a lot of fun with those. You can hear some of the things that I like. That's one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this podcast on here is because I can freaking put out the quality of discussion that I like and then throw out some music that I just enjoy to listen to. I can share with you guys. So, if you're not listening on Anchor, though, I love that you're listening to me on the podcast app. It's one of my favorite apps of all time. I listen to all my favorite podcasts on there. Uh, Joe Rogan Experience, Brilliant Idiots. Um, what are my other favorite favorite podcasts I listen to? Gary V's podcast, Ask, uh, what's it called? The Daily, Daily V. That's totally wrong. I'm, I'm, I know I'm fucking that up. <laughs> but anyway... 
I love that you guys are listening listen to anything that I say. I'm so freaking grateful that I'm getting a couple of listens here and there. I love that I can talk about Game of Thrones. I love that I can talk about Mad Men. I love that I can talk about hip-hop, Tyler the Creator. It's just nice to have an outlet because I've always been that person that would overanalyze stuff, which for me is just regular analyze. People always say that I overthink, that I overanalyze. But fuck you guys. This is how my brain works. I'm not overthinking. For me, it's just thinking. This is what my brain does. Now, I could say to a lot of people, you overfeel. Stop overfeeling. That's nonsense. We're all different. We're all unique. We all have our own quirks and our own temperaments. We just, we just freaking lionize certain traits and we demonize others. So it's so nice to be able to actually find uh, the right avenue for what my brain does. Uh, so I'm trying some different stuff. I've been goal setting. Uh, I'm working on what is it that I really want, not just the superficial stuff. What's driving me to chase that superficial stuff? Is it money? Is it attention? Is it fame? Why do you want money? Why do you want attention? I want to really fully put it down because I'm not a planner, but I am somebody that knows how to direct towards an end goal. So I want to know what the end goal actually is. So if I'm in the moment doing something, is this take from my goal? Does it detract or does it add? That'll make my decisions fucking easy. So I was doing some of that and uh, it's a good technique that I picked up that by all means, please use it. Because a lot of us, we're just trying to get what we want. We're trying to achieve. We're stuck doing shit that we don't enjoy. We're trying to get somewhere else in life to have a little bit more time, a little bit more freedom and, and energy to spend on the stuff that we like. Because the school systems, they teach you how to be good employees. They don't really teach you how to be your own self-sustaining man or how to really get your stuff out there. It's one of those things that the systems are designed by the businesses or the people in charge of the businesses who want to train people to be good to work in their businesses, which will be good for the country who is the one that supports the businesses and so forth and so on. And there's not much room for the abstracts and the, the, the randoms. So we love them, but we, we always discourage everybody else from doing what they want to do. How often do you hear parents telling kids, no, it's not a realistic goal. You shouldn't start a band. You shouldn't blah, blah, blah. Fucking Jimmy Iovine started a band, right? If you watch that documentary, he started a band. His parents were like, yeah, go for it. He wasn't getting anywhere. And so the fact that he started the band put him in this other avenue where he's like, well, maybe I can engineer. Then he's like, maybe I can produce. And then he finally got to being a business mogul. That's the whole point of chasing your dreams is because you end up in that arena and you're going to find your niche within that arena. So that's my encouragement for everybody. I hope you guys are goal setting. Thank you for listening to Taco Beef. I don't have any topics coming up next, but I'm sure I'll watch something or I'll listen to something and something will come up. Like I listened to Boomerverse. I don't really have much to say. It's a pretty damn good album. Um, but I'm not compelled to go back and listen to it that much. But the, the, that t- type of production is so fucking solid and smooth and cool electronic sense. But I'll get a full topic here in a second. But for now, I've got a little work to do because like I just said, I'm doing what's going to take me towards my dreams and towards my goals. And I hope you guys are doing the same thing. Shout out on this channel. Call in. Tell me what you're chasing. Tell me what you're trying to do. Let's be a community.
Thank you for listening to Otaku Beef. I'm Zid Raw, your host. Hope everybody is having a fantastic evening, a fantastic day, fantastic life. I'm trying to. So, I've been listening to a lot of these videos about the diversity controversy when it comes to Marvel and how they are having low sales and the diversity or I guess the the way the diversity was implemented is basically blame. Let me see if I can give you as somebody who hasn't been reading the Marvel comics following along collecting them regularly let me see if I can give you my basic synopsis of kind of what's going on. So Marvel Comics as a lot of people know, is the probably the top comic book publisher next to DC. Um, it especially became the top in the 90s, or I guess the more favorite, the 90s when certain series like X-Men got really popular, Chris Claremont, so forth and so on. So as a result, we have all these Marvel movies, Captain America, um, Ant-Man, Iron Man, Thor, so forth and so on. So... Apparently, Marvel was having an issue with uh, a few people complaining, stating that there wasn't much diversity in their books. All their heroes were white males, with a couple of exceptions. There weren't any titular characters who were women or who were non-white males. So, Marvel said, hey, we're progressive we're going to do something and we're going to increase the diversity of the comic books. Now, here's what happened. So, Marvel slowly started to have classic characters be replaced by um, a new new character of uh, a different ethnicity or even gender. Uh, One of the earlier ones that happened is... um, We got an additional Spider-Man in Miles Morales, who was kind of introduced as his own book, as like another Spider-Man. He's he's, uh, got a black dad and a Hispanic mom. He's a biracial kid. People liked him, and then they really liked him. Now they love him. Now Miles Morales is as a part of Marvel as uh, Peter Parker. So they're like, yes, winning. So then they started adding a couple others. They introduced Robbie Reyes as Ghost Rider. And people were like, okay, cool. Hispanic Ghost Rider. And then, then they introduced, uh, you know what, we're just going to change Thor and we're going to make him female. And I think the female Thor is Jane Foster. And people were like, uh, okay, yeah, sure. And so as you can imagine, they kind of continued along down the path. There's uh, the Hulk is uh, Asian, the um, Captain America retired, and the mantle got taken over by the Falcon, who is Sam Wilson, who's black, and in addition to that, there, I think it culminated in um, Iron Man, the, that title being taken over by a young, like, 15-year-old black girl who's like, you know, a genius, and Tony Stark finds her, and she's going to be the new Iron Man called Iron Heart. Now, here's where the controversy happened. So, 
people weren't a fan of the changes. And there was some complaining, sure. But a lot of people were like, hey, they're just complaining because they never were able to get... They were never able to get their uh, they, their same old characters. They don't like diversity. They just want the the white males to be the superheroes, and they don't want to see a girl superhero or a Hispanic or black superhero. So they just doubled down, but then the sales went down, and then DC, who had recently changed everything, started doing rebirth. And what hasn't happened in a long time, DC is kicking Marvel's ass sales-wise. All of a sudden, Marvel sales are crashing. So, Marvel's sales are going down. They're just not pulling in the numbers. And then here was the backlash. Articles were coming out saying Marvel daringly changes out the old guard brings in a new brings in a new uh, diverse lineup we have Asian heroes black heroes Hispanic heroes everyone's converging it's a new day uh, female must marvel all this stuff um, or I should say Muslim Miss Marvel now I have the first issue of Miss Marvel and I think that that's so far pretty good I haven't I haven't read most of it so I can't really fully comment but from what people were saying the books were good the books were good the books were good most of them so then why weren't they selling and it's a lot of people have been talking about it and I kind of I kind of agree with what people say so what happened is Marvel said well people don't want books with diversity that's why they're not selling i.e. Marvel decided to uh, blame the consumer, which is not a really good business move because you're basically blaming people for not buying your product. What they're not realizing is that they are selling a product. That despite the fact that it's stories and people are connected to them and so forth and so on, you're trying to make money, you're trying to make a profit, you are selling a product. But Here's why a lot of people were intimating that the sales were going down. It's because they took all of the classic heroes and the classic characters that people love and they just got rid of them. They didn't care if they had a history. They didn't really care if they were uh, had all these decades and decades of expansive story that people have brushed up on and read. And they were just like, all right, I'm quitting now. Here's your new Iron Man. They forgot the reason why people love the character Iron Man. They don't love him because of the suit. They don't love him because he's a genius. They love him because they've gotten to know him. That's character development that you just can't buy. So you have Iron Man who's matured into a slightly different character. Captain America, Thor, so forth and so on. And These are characters that people have known, that their parents have known, that their grandparents have known. It's kind of crazy. But here's the thing. They didn't like Iron Man because he was white. Some of, I'm sure some people did, but most people are good people. You know what I mean? Most people are kind. 
are nice, are kind of fun-loving, they enjoy, you know, seeing the best in everybody, hoping everybody is doing well. They don't actually want there to be conflicts and heartbreak and frustration at Marvel. They want people to get along, you know, they want everybody to see themselves. But the problem came when the diversity was at the was at the expense the problem came when the diversity was at the expense of what people kind of already knew that's kind of where the problem is where it's like all right we're going to have diversity we're going to have more characters yay that means we're taking away your characters wait what it's one of the things that i personally never quite understood as a black man when I I've always wanted to see more black characters in these types of stories right give me a black lead character that I can relate to who's going through some of the same things that I am going through and yes I can relate to non-black characters Asian white uh, women Middle Eastern etc but sometimes I want to see myself in story I'm trying to okay sometimes I want to see myself in story sorry I was trying to park and this woman cut me off when I was trying to park I apologize I'm gonna jump to this next segment right now alright Here's what I was trying to say. Sometimes you want to see yourself on screen. You just do. And here's the kicker, though. I don't want them to change Iron Man and be like, all right, now here's the black Iron Man. That's still Iron Man. It comes with its own legacy. It comes with its own baggage. I would like to see a new character, someone fresh someone who gets to have its his own legacy which is why miles morales is a great addition because he's doing his own thing he is associated to peter parker and the fact that he has the spider man man mantle but he's not 100 percent peter parker he's his own character he's miles morales that is what i'm talking about now the simple fact that there hasn't really been an association kind of when it comes to increased diversity will increase sales and increase likability proves that whenever we get into sensitive issues and sensitive topics because we're so afraid of offending somebody we end up acting against what's going to be positive. If they had introduced a few characters early, like here's what Batman does, right? When Batman, all of a sudden he gets a sidekick and all of a sudden the sidekick gets older and then Batman thinks about retiring and then, oh, what do you know? We're going to have a new Batman and it's Dick Grayson or it's Tim Drake or whatever. And it feels organic and it feels natural. You gotta hit people early so that the story feels like it flows consistently. People aren't gonna really still like to change 100%, but it will make sense in the story. And that's kind of what they didn't do. 
They're just like, yeah, we got to get rid of all these. We got to get rid of all these white males from being the titular characters. And when you do that, in addition to that, you're kind of alienating a, a section of your readership. Because if you're just deciding, okay, your time, your time to see heroes like yourself is done. It's these, it's it's these guys' time. Instead of creating a balance, we're just making it uneven in the other direction. And I feel like that's the problem with a lot of any type of when someone wants something to be fair. A lot of times, they don't act fairly. They act very unfairly. So that's kind of what it reminds me of. So. That's kind of how I see it. I like the new additions of the new characters. I don't like that they got rid of the old characters because I'm not white. But shoot, like I like Captain America. I've I I only collected a few comic books, but one of them that I collected was Captain America. He was different. It was a different type of story that I wasn't getting in a lot of anime and stuff that I was watching. So. Getting rid of him for Sam Wilson, cool, because Sam Wilson is a cool character. At least Ultimate Sa- Ultimate Sam Wilson was. And if you haven't read um, Ultimate, um, what is it? Ultimate Nightmare, where you get Ultimate Falcon. Oh man, that's a great character. Anyways, I also like Iron Man. I don't know the new character yet, so it's like one of those things where heavy-handed appeasement doesn't feel like it's genuine why wouldn't they just say all right we're gonna do diversity how can we make it so that it fits the story how can we make it work because the last thing you want is to do diversity have your sales tank and then feel like you're obligated to go back to the original characters because then as you go back to how it was before nothing's changed and now people have a negative taste in their mouth but it was just a really interesting like concept because I was listening to these videos and I was really enjoying how people were trying their best to be mature and break things down and not just being emotional. I don't like when people are just emotional and aggressive because that doesn't solve anything. All it does is just allow people to be extra and that doesn't really get us anywhere. And it's a problem with a lot of things with both sides of the, of, of the island politics with people arguing about music, with people arguing about food. Like, we act like if you don't like pepperoni and peppers pizza that you're like a Hitler or something. We're just weird creatures. But yeah, I thought that was a really interesting topic. Uh, Let me see what else I can get up to.